Joining me in the studio now is Matthew Mims, the director of the Investment Store. Welcome, Matt. Nice Phil. to have you here. Great to be here. So, like today, we want to talk about RI. You know, you're, you're obviously um, very engaged in the responsible investing sector. One of the things which I find really interesting is that you know there's a lot of demand it seems from consumers for responsible investing, but advisors are being a bit slow to get on board with it. Why do you think that is? Good question. Um, I think it's probably just taken. Uh, a reasonable period of time for advisors to get excited and embrace it. I think our responsible investing was to some degree a little bit a side issue, uh, incorrectly of course, but up until a few mm. years ago. I think once we had the outing of KiwiSaver providers six, seven years ago, um, that really proved to be a catalyst that mm. suddenly meant that the industry, uh, consumers got a lot, lot more engaged. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I think it's probably just one of those things where certainly some advisors have just been a little bit slow to actually uh, engage fully in terms of responsible investing. Because you can become um, registered, I guess it is, with the Responsible Investing Association of Australasia? Yeah, so, so RIA, um, you can be a member, a member. Uh, of uh, RIA. Um, and RIA, I don't know the number exactly, but it's around 25 New Zealand advisors are members uh, So that's out of, of a population of like 2,000 investment advisors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. RIA also run a certification program, so they'll certify product and they'll certify advisors. Mm -hmm. um, and and again, the numbers, the exact numbers, I'm not sure, but there's there's a handful, maybe maybe approaching ten advisors in New yeah. Zealand who have gone through that process. Yeah. So so why should advisors be embracing RI? Yeah. Look, I think there's a there's a number of good reasons. Um, I think the first thing is you've got to be mindful of consumer demand, uh, and what we've seen over the last few years is consumer demand for responsible investing continuing to grow. Uh, RIA and Mindful Money run annual polls, uh, consumer polling. The latest just came out last week and it came up with some interesting facts. So, for example, 74% of New Zealanders expect their KiwiSaver or managed funds to be invested responsibly. And I'll just refer to one or two mm. other stats. 59% uh, said they would shift their investment if it didn't align to their values, which I think is quite interesting. Um, there's I think one of the challenges that responsible investing has had over the years is the expectation that you give up return for being more ethical. But 45% of those surveyed actually expect responsible investing to generate better returns, which is interesting. But but that, that argument of giving up performance has been proven to be wrong, hasn't it? Yeah, I, I think... Um, you know, there's been a there's a number of ways that you can look at it. There's been a bunch of academic studies that have been done over the years mm. that show a strong correlation to, um, you know, companies that have strong corporate governance and sound financial investments, sound investments, you know, to do with the lower cost mm. of capital, all that sort of stuff. Rear in their benchmark report each year do assess performance. Uh, and whilst it's not across the board, you know, that for a lot of time periods, for a lot of asset classes, there is evidence to suggest that responsible investment funds are equal to or outperform their yeah. non-responsible non yeah. counterparts. So I think that there is, you know, certainly some growing evidence uh, that, you know, being responsible uh, actually does lead to better returns. What I would say is it would be, it's disingenuous to say that period responsible investing outperforms. Mm. Uh, you know, we've got to remember the importance of good management, value for money, et cetera. So these kinds of things are really important. And also you're going to get points in the investment cycle mm. where 
funds that tend to uh, be more responsibly orientated that might not, for example, invest in oil resources, etc., mm. are obviously not going to outperform. And that was the case certainly in 2022, where you know certain sectors that were typically responsible mm. didn't perform. So, so well. what are some of the other drivers about why investors should be um, why advisors, advisors should yeah, be embracing? Yeah. Well, right. just just going back to that polling, there was some questions asked about financial financial advisors, and 50 <laughs> bit specific, but 50 percent of the 56 percent over half of those polled uh, said they expect their financial advisor uh, to know about uh, responsible solutions. So again, there's certainly that consumer demand and expectation. You know, I think that there's a general uh, recognition that responsible investing solutions better reflect investor values. I think there's a best practice argument, and I think you know um, this has probably been covered before, but. There's a whole legislative regulatory environment which is mm. shifting towards, you know, responsible investing, and we've got a number of uh, uh, factors there. You know, the code of professional conduct. You could argue that codes one, uh, codes three, and codes four yeah. imply that responsible investing should be incorporated within the investment process. So, just sticking with the code. Yeah. Two questions there is: Do you think the code should be more explicit around this? And (laughs) I think it would look to some degree, I think it would help the industry if it was. Mm. But to some degree, it doesn't need to be because when you, for example, Code 3 talks about suitability of advice, Mm. uh, which is matching advice with client goals, that type of thing, to some degree, it, it, it's already there, isn't it? I think that that when you're asking, you know, if you're doing fact finds, you're asking about clients, you know, demands, then that's going to come through anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so my second question is, do you think that an advisor could end up before the financial advisors disciplinary <laughs> <laughs> committee if their client came along and said, you know, you didn't take into account my values when you put this portfolio together? I don't know the answer to that, Phil, but I mean, I think that there is, and, and I always try and treat this slightly humbly, not being a, an actual face-to-face financial advisor myself, but I mean, I think that there is, a, there is of course, a risk that if you're not meeting client de- demands, you're not providing advice that is suitable to the client, mm-hmm. then that, that is a natural, I guess, um, outcome. Well, it would be quite interesting to see because, you know, we hear the FMA talking about greenwashing yep. and all these sorts of things. And may- maybe someone, you know, you could get a client who just says, well, you know, my advisor hasn't done what they should have done. Yeah. 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 I think that there's, there's certainly, you know, there's, there's, I don't know if the risk is the right word, but there's certainly a possibility that we see that outcome over time. And certainly, you know, greenwashing is is one of those issues that comes up time and time again. Mm. Um, you know, uh, again, in this polling that, that, that was done recently, it highlights issues as, issues of greenwashing as a barrier, uh, for example, to responsible investing. And so one of the other concerns that advisors put up around it is that it opens a whole can of worms. Yeah. What, what's yeah. your response to that? Um, yes, I think, you know, certainly in the past, there's been, from some anyway, hesitation around um, going to um, boots and all into the responsible investment area and asking the question because you end up, you know, uncovering values that are going to be difficult to satisfy. Uh, I think a couple of things I'd say is firstly, the the investment world's changed a lot and there are a lot of solutions. Most solutions in these 
these days in New Zealand have a minimum responsible investment standard. And I think for a lot of investors, that's going to be sufficient. So as long as they understand that, I think that'll be sufficient. But the other point I'd say is that there are so many more new solutions these days mm. that satisfy, I don't know about every, but most client demands uh, in respect of, um, you know, you name it. Yeah. Uh, it could be water, it could be renewable energy, et cetera. A lot more solutions yeah. available these but, days. But the, the kind of worms argument just couldn't, be justified in this new regime, could it? I mean, that's... I think it's a lot more difficult to justify. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that because of the code and the values uh, argument that we've talked about, uh, and the solutions that are available, mm. um, it, it's a lot more difficult to justify. Yeah. And and Tommy, so we, we covered off all the issues, which. Yeah, look, the the, the other ones uh, we talked about best practice. I mean, you know, I think all right. We talked about performance a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, you know that there's this issue around um, RI funds not outperforming, but that's not necessarily the case. The other thing is, I just think that we're in a world that's changing, that is shifting um, towards a more sustainable footing. So I think RI issues and themes uh, are only growing. Um, there's this tail, there's this tailwind that I think is driving not only the finance and investment world, but more broadly what's happening in the world today. So I think these issues are going to, you know, you, you can't escape it basically. Yeah. So, so what what else can be done to get advisors to embrace RI more? Um, well, I think that there's a there's certainly a responsibility from advisors in the industry to look at it themselves. Mm. Um, and what I would say is that there is now a lot of information and a lot of, um, I, I guess, opportunity to learn more to, around responsible investing, whether it's the conferences that the likes of REA or Mindful Money, et cetera, run. Uh, you know, REA has an RI guide for financial advisors. There's a, there, there's a lot more product available. So I think that there's a whole, um, there's a massive growth in terms of information that's available that can drive, you know, yeah. growth particularly an interest from financial advisors. Look, that's excellent, Matt. We've sort of run out of time now, but um, we've covered a lot of good ground and it's something we're we're keen to keep seeing, you know, advisors embrace the RI more. So, yeah, Yeah. thank you. Pleasure. Thank you. Cheers.